Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marking the t- marking the tape. Marking marking the tape. I go. You're bad wrestling fanning the tape. Marking the tape. I'm marking the tape. That's not. No. Just... That's not how. That's not oh how that works. It's not how oh, hi, works. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's called a tape re- measurer. Get it right. All right, now you turn into a smark. <laughs> Hang on. If you if you part of my family, it's not a tape measure. It's a do bobby. Right. A do bobby. Yeah. That's Thingamajig. What, that's what the that's what the tape measure is. Hey kid, Hickey. go get me the do bobby. It's a do bobby. Ask my dad. It's a do bobby. <laughs> Let me in. My name is PC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of the Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. He's a scientist and an architect. Mind-blowing. It's DPP. Well, and I'm going to put those scientists and architect skills to good use right now because I wrote something down from last week. Um, because this weekend is, is something very special for our phenomenally funky, fresh co-host here, Mr. A.J. Belaz. I got a little something for him. Paging Dr. Boy, Dr. Birthday Boy! Which is sad because I'm pretty sure I'm like the youngest in the entire Chair Shot Radio Network. It's <laughs> probably true, AJ. Happy early uh, birthday! I hope you have a great birthday weekend coming up here. Uh, from from what I heard, it's I'm gonna have an entire weekend. You know, for a day, it's gonna be. Apparently, Aaron has dinner reservations or whatever. I'm told how to dress 
to I don't know. Apparently there's a dinner and then the actual birthday on Sunday. Just a bunch of fun, bunch of drinks, all fun halved. So Welcome to adulthood. You now get told how to dress. And I guarantee you you will be better off for it. Trust me. Just <laughs> trust me. I'm not saying you dress bad now, but the women in your life are usually always correct on those things. They just trust me from personal usually, experience. Usually, 90, 95%. I'm not going to wish you happy birthday again this afternoon. I already did that this morning on Chairshot Radio. I hope all of you checked it out. Uh, we, we were missing, though, this morning. We were missing the smoke master himself, DP. We talked a little uh, grilling out and barbecuing heading into spring. Platt, Blatt, AJ, and myself. Um, so make sure you check that out if you haven't already. But yeah, what the hell? Happy birthday, AJ. Enjoy your evening tonight and uh, enjoy your birthday tomorrow. And DP, we might have to bring back, uh, we might have to have dance breaks again. I just really love dancing when we play music on the show. That's fun. It's a nice little, you know, transition thing, you know, from, from segment to segment, a little dance break. It's not bad. We'll see what happens. We might have to call an audible on that in the future. Hmm. See, see, this is why we should also be glad that this is an audio podcast, not a video, or we would get ridiculed for our dance skills entirely. <laughs> oh, I'm okay with that. It's it's, it's, just, it's just like going to a wedding for me. Pretty much. Fair. Except I can't do the electric slide in my chair. <laughs> it's electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. All right, everybody. <laughs> Episode 265 of the DWI podcast. DP, let's let them know what's happening this week. Well, well, we're waiting. Cake. I hope you have a sheet cake for your birthday. Hey, there you go. (laughs) Big show sheet cake. Happy birthday. All right. First, we're going to get to Sparkler Fest 2021. Then we're going to flip it on over to the brand new titles introduced into NXT. We're going to have funky fresh trivia and a last call that may not be what you originally expected it to be. Right, Peyton? That's right, PC. DPP, ring the bell. It wasn't even 4th of July, gentlemen, and we were (laughs) privileged to be honored with such an amazing event, a distribution of sparklers, throughout the wrestling universe that took on a life of its own. Gentlemen, why don't you go ahead and just give us your deepest thoughts on AEW Revolution. (laughs) Uh, And boned. That's about how that show ended right there. (laughs) It was, you know, I I didn't watch it live, but, you know, the matches I heard were really good. And then the unfortunate thing is that's what you're going to remember from that show is the disastrous finish. I don't know how you make that. Things happen. You know, I I try and tell myself, you know, that's stuff's going to happen when you try and do things and doing it live, you know, shit gets fucked up sometimes, man. But they like, Oh boy, that was brutal. Just three of the four. Was it three of the four or did all four sides? So the turnbuckles go off with yeah sparklers basically. And a couple little, uh, you know, flashbang pods going off as Eddie Kingston hugs over John Moxley to keep away from the destruction that was uh, the sparklers that we got to see. Uh, that was bad. I mean, like, I think PC you said it in one of your one of your tweets. Like, they could have at least had the ring collapse. I mean, that would that's you know we've seen that happen. You know, WWE's done it. I mean, that would have been at least the easiest thing to do. Have it get collapsed over them or something to cover them up or whatever, or ugh, just brutal. I will always, I will always take credit for, for good things that I do. You can guarantee you that, but I believe it was Patrick O'Dowd or Ray Cash that said that ah. the ring should have uh, collapsed. It was not I, but great, great job listening to that. I just want to add something to your point. Like for you and I, we, we can share the experiences we've had going to shows. Right. And I think we've said this lots of times having different discussions with different wrestling fans, the loudest, pyro we've ever heard at a show and i can write it down if i need to and dp will say the same thing was oh man jericho yes thank you the boom that jericho would have after one and then there's the pause after one and then that boom you hear on tv 
it does pales in comparison to what you hear in the actual arena when they would do that, right? Why didn't they have four of those or three of those around the ring and just have smoke and and a little bit of flash come out and cover the ring, and then you go to find that Kingston's in there covering him, right? Like, you don't see that until after it fills up, right? And then he's on top of him and he clears like that. So I just don't understand what they thought they were going to do. Like, if you can get the people that were there to go, just like we are right now, that you just don't understand how big it was, you had to be there, it didn't come across good on TV, that would have been way better than whatever they had planned. They had the money and they had the knowledge from the people that were in their company at the time to do this oh so much better. And everybody involved from the top to who was involved in the match knew what the expectations were going to be for this match. I understand that it sometimes things get fucked up, but and that we're talking about it. So it is a double-edged sword of good and maybe a little bit of bad. I don't know, AJ. What do, what do you think? I mean... I, I got nothing on that entire egg and ending. I can't even speak straight because I actually did watch, you know, the matches that everyone's like, yeah, no, they were good. You know, Cheetah's match did a great job. Even the cinematic sting match was actually great. I know that we kind of poo poo the cinematics, but it was actually a good match. They showed, they made sure they didn't show stings age too much in that. Where in the beginning it was Darby going after Brian Cage and Ricky Starks was like, he, he can actually go with Sting and make sure it's like, yeah, I'm not going to make you look like crap. And then going through the entire match and everything to the finish where Sting does the Scorpion Death Drop and gets the win. Where Sting didn't have to do much, he just had to, you know, sell. But on to that ending. The match was okay. I didn't like the beginning where they're trying to push each other into the ropes instead of just weakening each other. Oh, oh, we're going to go into the ropes and everything. I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact that like two of the sides of the ring were covered in barbed wire or I think three of them. I could be wrong, but it wasn't a full barbed wire. And thank you, Tony, for showing me the 3D on that one. (laughs) And but the other thing that I don't like is the inconsistency of the explosions where Moxley's foot touched the rope during the one winged angel to break it up, which was clever, but they were also outside of the ring at one point on the apron, holding onto a barbed wire side where they have to lean against it to make sure, you know, Oh yeah, we're going to do this spot where we're going to do the paradigm shift into the barbed wire boards on the outside which was also another botch because they hit the one side of the board and the complete opposite board exploded. <laughs> and I, I, I know uh, Andrew painted a better picture on Pod is War. Go check that out on thechairshot.com. Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. Proceed with caution on that motherfucker. Proceed episode. with major caution on that one. I'm going to say that, this because of how because colorful of he was. Not because yeah. of once. Or Platt, even. Andrew was on fucking fire. <laughs> yeah, he, he downed a quarter bottle of Kraken rum that's about the 1.75 liter bottle. He downed a quarter of it on his own. Just saying that. So I, I'm not going to paint the prettiest picture that Andrew did, but I'm just going to say uh, the ending of the match made me want to order Taco Bell just so I knew what an explosive finish was. Hey, <laughs> ring the bell. <laughs> there was one other huge thing that happened uh, on at that show, AEW Revolution. Why don't you guys go ahead and, and tell me what your thoughts are on, uh, on Christian. Christian debuting there for, for AEW. I mean, I liked it. I I liked it, but I'm iffy on it. Where, you know, we saw Christian at the Royal Rumble. Oh, we're going to get that heartfelt thing where it's maybe Edge and Christian might do stuff together in WWE again. And, and you know, we have that five-second pose because it totally reeked of awesomeness. It's fine. I find it funny that his theme song is literally his TNA theme. Did. The Evanescence uh, cover. But it's, I'm fine with it. I'm not the 
biggest fan of it, but I'm fine with it. I'll tell you, I'm I'm shocked that WWE couldn't come up with some kind of deal to keep him around. That's just amazing to me, kind of, just because, like, I know we talked about the possibilities of Edge and Christian doing a little tag team thing and kind of doing that nostalgia a little bit for a short while while they still can kind of wrestle and, and stuff. And it's just, a, I still am just amazed that they would let him go at that point. I mean, I know he's older and he's getting over an injury. Maybe that was part of the deal, but. Yeah, but you got to be even less shocked, though, considering what happened with Big Show. It was like WWE's like, I'm sorry, if you're not Edge, if you're not at that level where you're going to move the needle, and Show and Christian aren't going to move the needle for WWE anymore. They're just added players. Way more value on the AEW side. Yeah, I guess, right. You're going to get that that big name, a little more of a big name feel from AEW, and people are going to tune in to see them. But it just still kind of kills me that, that they wouldn't be able to do something, you know, and... AEW, <laughs> just the the road they're taking uh, just scares me because this is not what they were supposed to be. They weren't going to be this 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 company that promotes all the old guys and brings in. This is this we're going WCW TNA light right now. They're bringing in all. They're bringing Sting. They're bringing in Show. They're bringing in Christian. It's like here they come. Here's all the here's all the older guys coming in, and are they going to start taking spots from these younger guys, and this kind of stuff? We've seen this before, it and it doesn't work. It's not good, and I don't think it's good for their business uh, overall in the long run. I think it's a short factor for getting some fans to watch to see these guys, sure, but there's only so much mileage you can get out of them, and that I get it short term maybe, but. It just scares me long term because this is what happened. This is what happened to TNA when and then eventually you brought in Hogan and Bischoff. The Bischoff's been there, and you bring in all these guys to run the show. And then guess what? It goes down the toilet. And I don't want that to happen to AEW because I, I want the competition. I want the younger guys. I want the, the another place for these people to wrestle because they're good and it is competition is great for business. So I, it just scares me. I mean, good for Christian. I hope he has some good matches. I like it. I love Christian. He's one of my favorites, but I'm more, it's on the AEW side that I'm just concerned that this is where, this is the way they're going and it's not a good plan. Well said, DP. Uh, to, to take a sidestep here and stick with AEW Revolution, last point I wanted to make and have you guys comment on, especially you, AJ, is all ego Ethan Page shows up, and and this is a guy that this is what this is what the, the pay per view should have been highlighted by because this is a young kid with talent that is going to be really something I believe he he's got a good character already I think he's got a good grasp of it and I think this should have been the the highlight that people take away from AEW and look forward to what's going to happen there AJ I mean you you won't, you predicted this didn't you I I did say it would be an impact guy to come up and I named Ethan but Page I know- too. Yeah, but but Dan specifically that. said Ethan. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Yeah, we tagged him. I had one. the impact right, but <laughs> Dan was actually in the right church in the right. Bring team. the bell, DP. Bring your All own right. bell, DP. That's a tag team effort. Yeah, I, I pointed him to the direction yeah. he pinpointed it. <laughs> I took the hot tag and ran. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, I like it. I like Ethan Page a lot. I watched him in Impact, where you know he can talk on the mic. He he is kind of that smart-ass, kind of douchey-ish character where, you know, he lives up to his nickname, All Ego, where he'll, he'll raise his own arm, pat himself on the back. He's the best. Yeah, I can do anything because he is actually that talented. So hopefully moving forward, he can do more. He can actually show himself as a singles wrestler since he was one at he was part of the North where they were the longest reigning impact tag team champions. So he can show that he can do more than just tag team. All right, folks, AEW revolution. It is unfortunate. You know, the, the, the ending of the show is generally what people take away from it. And there was a lot more to, to that onion of a show. Uh, So hopefully we don't see anything like that again. They did take a big hit in viewers this week. They're down over 20% in viewership down almost 200,000. So I don't know if that really has to do with 
with the pay-per-view or what's going on there, you would think maybe, but uh, I have a I have a, a thought that I'm going to hold on for a minute there for you. We're going to take a very, very quick break. We're going to be right back, and we're going to get into the other half of the maybe-not-for-long Wednesday Night War. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Before we get back going here and, and get into some NXT talk, um, thank you to Patrick O'Dowd and thank you to DPP for helping me refix my audio system. Patrick for getting me going so we could do Pot is War and DP for getting me back so everything is working well again. So I appreciate both of you. Thank you very much. Don't let it happen again. All right. NXT <laughs> possibly moving to Tuesdays. I heard that we're going to have NXT TakeOver stand and deliver I thought the date I heard was April 8th. So we'll see what happens there. I think that's Thursday or Wednesday. I'm not sure. But we'll see what happens there. It is going to be a a two-day event. Yeah, it is a two-day event. event. One day is going to be on the network, and the other one's going to be on – or one is going to be on USA. The other one's going to be on Peacock. There we go. All right. Well, I'm happy to hear that WrestleMania is going to be a week of Hall of Fame, more NXT – and two nights of WrestleMania. I mean, it's it's different now. It's different now. I get the two nights. They're going to have twenty five to 30,000 people at WrestleMania. So I'm hoping it feels a lot more like WrestleMania. It's going to be really cool to have fans and stuff like that. You know, um, looking forward to that. All right, NXT. Big night this past week for NXT. Brand new titles introduced and a championship match to close the show. AJ, I want to start with you. The brand new NXT women's tag team titles, and they come from the fact that Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai got screwed out of possible victory the week before. So fuck it. You guys go do your main roster shit. We got our own titles for the women down here, which which I like. I'm okay with that. Uh definitely. If that if that's what's gonna further storylines for for the uh main women's champion down there, which is what a great, great tag team division should do, lead into better single storylines down the road. But they get these titles, turn around, have to defend them right away, and now Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart are champs. Does it start the original rivalry for these tag team title belts? I hope so, AJ. I mean, what are your thoughts here? What do, what do you? How do you like the booking from from this past week on the tag team title side? So, I, I like the fact that you know they're actually showing it's like you got screwed. We need to do something to make sure that you're fine. But my problem with it is a lot of like multiple things one of which is they were supposed to make it so nxt was a third brand where you know it's not its own entity it's part of wwe and this kind of takes away from the fact that they're supposed to be the third brand where you see we have different titles specifically just for nxt you know the cruiserweight title is defended on nxt and on 205 live 
we now have the NXT women's tag titles when the actual WWE ones were supposed to be defended on all brands, and we all see how well those tag titles are going. I like the fact that they're trying to do more, and like you said, Tony, the tag teams are supposed to make sure that we have other things that are full or we have singles competitors because that's the problem that the main roster is showing right now where it's, yeah, we're going to have Asuka hold both these belts at one point because now she has the Raw and now she has the tag team or you know the whole two-belt situation that we had the year before. So it's just showing that they don't have a creative direction in my opinion where it's the tag division was lacking for the women already. Now we're adding a second tag team women's division that we don't really see anything other than Raquel Gonzalez and now Shotzi and Ember. I think the confusion is in the fact that NXT is a third brand, but it's not main roster and it's not going to be that. And people, people can argue about it as much as they want that, that it should be, or, or that it is or whatever. And this further solidifies that fact because they're going to keep everything. They, we talk, I talked about this in the fall leading into this new year. I said they stopped doing NXT TakeOver on pay-per-view weekends because they don't want NXT associated with anymore. The only way to get these women tag team belts to be something at the beginning without having a tournament, which they should have just had the Dusty Classic be the fucking tag team title belts there. But, you know, I digress. I mean, that would be a really good audible there to, to talk about, but we'll get to more stuff like that at another time. I don't know, DP. I'm sure you agree with me. You rung the bell there. I did, and I do agree. And I think it's it it's a there's positive and negative. Like, or you know, there's a hit and a miss, I guess, to both of these because right they they were going one direction with getting kind of making NXT that third brand, kind of make you know making NXT its own thing, and when they started doing that with Survivor Series and everything, but then when AEW came in. You know, they they called an audible and they changed it and said, okay, NXT is going to stick to being NXT. The you know, and we have our main roster of Raw and SmackDown, so that way NXT competes with AEW, and it's you know they can kind of be like this. Well, it's not the level of main roster talent or you know material or anything like that. So you know, they changed the way they were the direction they were going. I think with that and giving them an NXT women's tag team championships makes sense in that direction because they should have their own titles because it is a, you know, a different position, right? Whether or not they move to Tuesdays or Wednesdays, I guess, whatever, but that's supposed to be like the competing brand to AEW where it's not main, it's not the main roster. So I get it. Well, from everything that you hear, too, they're not moving from – the move's going to happen. They're, they're not moving because because of AEW and the ratings that bore that AEW is having with itself, apparently. Right. But they're moving because USA Network is going to be start having hockey, and they're going to have it on majority on Wednesdays. And why preempt yourself and make it harder for people to find you? Congratulations to the NHL, by the way. You can ring the bell for them a couple times yeah. because not only are they going to be there on USA and do some stuff with Universal, they signed a seven-year deal with Disney, and that means back on ESPN. Go ahead and ask NASCAR what it's like when you don't have ESPN's backing in a solid slot to find because no one can find what's going on there, despite the fact that they changed, like, it's just do 500 laps and whoever's first. That's a fucking simple thing to follow, but I don't know what happens when you got three to... Okay, I can't even go there. All right, TP. It's a different show. It's a different show. Go ahead, back. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Tune in to Three Man Weave if you want to know. <laughs> or the new, or the new Down the Wire with or Down the Mitchell. Wire. Brand new show on on the on the Cheershot Radio Network. So thrilled to have him and, and his brother Tom on board to do a great job. And yeah, no, it does not nothing necessarily to do with the you know not being able to compete or whatever. It was yeah, it was you know networking issues. It was you know, who they're the company, it's USA and everybody. So, you know, they have to move and that's fine. But I think that's why they're doing this kind of thing, right? They backed away from making it its own separate brand. They're keeping it as the, in a sense, minor leagues, right? I hate the fact that we're having another set of tag titles or we're having more titles because I don't want more titles, but I get what they're doing here because they want to keep it separate. The, the sad thing is, I really want to go on my rant, my title rant right now, but everybody know. already knows what it is. Go ahead. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I and I'm 100 on board with you too. 
the problem the the what it's it's good for NXT because the women's division is so deep that roster is so great and there's so many other women that don't necessarily even get airtime that they can start making more tag matches with them give them a little more an opportunity to get on the air and and show off what they can do in their talents what i wish they would just do then is bring some of them up to the main roster into smackdown and raw and may, let's have a, a actual tag team division for women too because that was that's biggest problem is there's not enough talent on the main roster they don't know what they're doing with a lot of the women on the main roster and there's no sense in having a tag team tag team titles for women on the main roster right now because there's there are no tag teams and they have a problem with that and NXT I know NXT I have 100% confidence that they'll get it right and they have the talent to do it but share the wealth like they need to get some of these up to the main roster and do something right on the main roster with the women's division especially in the tag teams cuz what that's going to fall apart very very quickly even if uh, it already has for the most part cuz there's nobody to compete but it's going to fall apart real quick. I'll just say this. They have one tag team. They have Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. That's a tag team. That's literally a tag team that's yep. on them. But you, can't, but you can't name another one. AJ, last thoughts. You get them on this topic before we talk about the other championship match uh, for MNXT on Wednesday. Uh, how, many more tag, how many more belts do we need in WWE again? 74. Damn. All right. Well, that's the only, that's the only thought I Damn. got. Correct answer. All right, let me go right back to you, AJ, then. Adam Cole, Bebe, and Finn Balor put on a hell of a match, put on a hell of a show for everybody. And, and I mean, literally, you shouldn't be surprised by that. These are two of the best wrestlers in the world, two of the best in the ring that you can possibly want to get entertained by. Uh, Adam Cole had nothing but high praise for Finn Balor. In fact, folks, if you want to go back and listen to an Adam Cole interview from 2013, Greg DeMarco has that from Chair Shot Radio this past week. So uh, he's been a guest on Greg's show a few times. It's a really fun interview. Go back and listen to Adam Cole from eight years ago and see where he was at in his career then. Greg DeMarco does a good job on that interview. So Chair Shot Radio this past week. What do you see for the future of the NXT title here, moving in towards uh, Stand and Deliver WrestleMania week, AJ? I'm seeing a lot of good. I mean, we're actually talking about, you know, the NXT title. We're making sure it's... There's so many factors now where now Adam Cole's a factor. Kyle O'Reilly can come in now and be Finn's buddy. We still have that doomsday clock known as Karrion Cross that's still lying in wait. So there's a lot of different things that we can do for this. There's a lot of different ways that you can do it. You can have Adam Cole win it and Kyle O'Reilly's going to feud with him. You can have Finn Balor stand triumphant and the Irish people just stand up and it's like yeah we're gonna revolt i guess that's why it's gonna be called nxt takeover stand and deliver but who knows i'm i'm excited either way because everybody that comes through the door gets a potato everyone who comes through the door gets a potato in a nice pint of guinness that's not an insult that's a fact jack and i'm not talking about la night as a matter of fact, there is no potato in my pocket. I'm just happy to see you. Ah, oh, that's just my that's just me shillelagh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you like to give it a good whacking? Uh, <laughs> give it a nice whack for your daddy. Oh, anyway. Mmm, <laughs> here um, we go. I'm going a little too blaz into this one. I don't mean Adam, I mean Andrew. But <laughs> but all four guys that we're talking about here can put on a great match with pick and choose. Any one of these guys can have a great match. Adam Cole can have a great match with Karrion Cross. Finn Balor can have a great match with Karrion Cross. Even Kyle O'Reilly, if he thinks he can step up to the plate and, and take on the big bad wolf. You can mix and match. You can play a bunch of pieces. We've already seen Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in so many promotions. We've seen Finn versus Kyle. We've seen Finn versus Adam. The only person left is Karrion Cross, and we all know that he's that damn good. Yeah, the two-day NXT TakeOver WrestleMania weekend week is going to be, pardon the pun, phenomenal, Mr. AJ Belaz. Because... We're going to get Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, baby, in a match, in some kind of match. It's going to be fantastic to watch. 
we're gonna get Karrion Cross versus Finn words, Balor. Phenomenal. <laughs> I got it somewhere. Uh, Two words, phenomenal. You know, Karrion Cross showing up after the match was over, and Balor standing there saying, "What took you so long?" Um, you know, finally getting that match. I, you know, I've been waiting for it for a while. This is gonna be awesome. And then, yeah, uh, you know, post after that is gonna be, you know, Kyle O'Reilly can step up to Karrion Cross, have a good match. Adam Cole will be there. You know. They can have that match going on. They got so many options with that too, and you know, so many other. You know, what do you do with Tommaso Ciampa still there? You know, he could even you know he could have a great match with Cross again. So there's guys you can have all over the place, and it's it's just so awesome. It, it's I don't know. You can't say so many good things about NXT, you know. And then you know that'll be probably the the finale for one of the two nights. Will be that you know Balor and Karrion Cross. And then we'll have, I think, of another phenomenal women's championship match with Io Shirai defending against. Don't know yet, but there's again so many opportunities that she can do with Raquel Gonzalez if she, you know, comes up for a match, or you know, they just had the match with Tony Storm. There's just so many good, good matches that you can have on NXT right now. It's great. Last words, AJ. I mean, I I got nothing. You took the words right out of my mouth, Dan. Well, ring the bell for yourself, DP. And folks, we'll be right back with some more fun, fun, fun right here on the DWI podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time. Welcome to WrestleMania. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday afternoon on TheChairShot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every WrestleMania one six-pack at a time. Check it out every Friday only on the ChairShot Radio Network. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'm going to get it right this week, bitches. Never fails, and it never fails that AJ Belaz is muted when we come out of the intro. See, I try to be nice. <laughs> anyway, but yes, it must be time for Tony to go grab another beer and refill, as always. As you hear that healthy beer crack, because it's phenomenal funky facts. And it's interesting that you mentioned WrestleMania, because we've noticed a trend ever since 30, where they don't really say the numbers. Which is going to be your hint for all the questions for this day, because we're going to be all about numbers. you got to give me a number to do something. So every question will be, how many this, or what number of this. So you got a little bit of a hint. Use your, use your uh, good old noggin in between your earballs. And uh, I do believe I'll be nice. PCT, door number one, door number two, or door number three? I will go with door number two, Blink. Blink Fartendale, door number two. All right, door number Blink. two. Blink, two, five, seven. Blink. Blink. Door number two, then. <laughs> Change my demeanor all of a sudden, damn it. So, with door number two, closest number, not saying without going over because Price is Rare Rules is always funky. How many times did Kevin Nash win the WCW Tag Team Championships? Mm-hmm. Yeah, making it a little awkward here. It's WCW not the world. WCW Tag Team Champion. Tag Team for the WCW. All right. Oh, shoot. Ah, oh, I did it. There it is. 
<laughs> also, if we have whatever ungodly reason a tiebreaker, I do have a tiebreaker question in question, and it will actually involve Andrew. I will get him a little bit involved here. Oh God. That's only if we have a tiebreaker question. This is a shot in the dark. That's for sure. Speaking of shots, make sure you check out the Comedy Central South Park pandemic and uh, vaccination special. It's fucking excellent. <laughs> can I agree. A, I just need a shot. I know I can be somebody. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's see these answers. Oh. Tunny says twice. Dan says eight times. Dan is actually very close because he was a nine-time WCW Tag Team Champions, five times with Scott Hall as the Outsiders, one time with Sting, and twice with Diamond Dallas Page as the Insiders. I thought it was a trick question. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, three times. No? That's why I said WCW. All right, Dan, door number one or door number three? Uh, Door number... Oh, one. Oh. Or number one. And since we were talking about AEW, for once we actually have an AEW question. Oh, boy. Well, now that they're a has... year old, you can have AEW questions. It will be nice. <laughs> Can't just make it WWE. Come on. We, 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 we can spread a little bit of love. Oh, Granted, not not that not that barbed wire match. No, we're never going to share love on that one. Nope. Who has the most wins altogether in their entire AEW career, and how many? So this will be a two pointer. Who has the most wins and how many? Oh boy. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. I have a feeling I think Tony knows who it is. But something tells me he's also going to guess it wrong because he keeps saying it has to be. Alrighty. So the funny thing is they actually did say it. They did say it on Dynamite this week. They yeah. actually did. That would That's mean I would have to have had watched Dynamite. All right. Honey says Cody. DP says MJF. Which neither of you are right, actually. My oh. first guess was going to be Scorpio Sky. It's it actually Michael? not a male wrestler. It's actually your current AEW Women's Champion, really? Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. With 32 wins they all in AEW. Because I put 27 down, so do I get a point? <laughs> it's closer. It's two parts. I was closer. No. no. <sighs> you were... No. You have to be right. It's the same thing. You gave a two-part question. I gave I did give a two-part question. Tony's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't pull the bonus out afterwards. You did two parts. That's true. We got a tie ball game here, right? Come on now. It's Uh, it's 1-1. Yeah, Yeah. talking about. Yeah. So the third question that I have. Do I get to pick the door? Door number three, door number three, or door number three? can walk right into that door as far as I'm concerned. Who are you talking to? (laughs) You, Tony. <laughs> That's not my name. I'll, I'll hey. say your actual name. <laughs> I, know what, I know what your no, name is. No. Name's Turd Ferguson. Yeah. Right. Turd Ferguson. So door number three. As of this recording, so this day, how many days has Nick Aldis held the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Ooh, I remember who we won it from, and I don't remember exactly how long ago that was. Oh, boy. boy. Just throwing a number out there. It's going to be like the actual SNL Jeopardy where it's just like, oh, you actually gave a number, uh, Mr. Connery. (laughs) That's a being boobs or something. And it was like boobs or poop or, or it was like 
his, his dead mother from it. I'll take the fiendish mightier for 400, Alex. I'm not even going to encourage this. I'll take the rapist for 800, Alex. Gush it up however you want. Trebek, what matters is, does it work? Moo, that's the sound your mother made last night, Trebek, you Canadian bounce. All right, let's see the answers. Dan says 530. Twice? (laughs) 27, he's way off. Tunny says 818. Ah, it kills me to say this, especially oh. since it's my birthday weekend. PC Tunny actually did get a closer number. It is actually 870 days as of this recording. I knew it was more than two years. So. Yeah, he won it off of Cody and mm. never looked back. Oh. Kaboom. Another successful round of trivia. You guys are the best. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said Cody and you said Kaboom. We're talking AEW here. There's no such thing as a Kaboom in AEW. (laughs) And with that, trivia is now concluded. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. I'll ask Carl for alcohol. What do you mean it's let's go? Uh, what do you mean? What do I mean? We're going dice right. Ice cream alert. 654 Jose. Okay? On nothing. Brown Richmond 96 double. 96 double. Check. Oh, what a flare. What a flare. Uh, Japan. Japan, Japan, check, check, one left. Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. All right, folks, we're calling an audible, and it's a new segment here on DWI called Omaha. And we're each going to take a storyline, a match, a happening from the previous week in the world of professional wrestling, and we're going to call our own audible, let you know how maybe we would have booked it, maybe how we would have done it a little bit differently. So I hope you all enjoy this segment. Something a little new, something a little funky and fresh here right on the DWI podcast, episode 265. Let's kick it off with the band that is the man this weekend for his birthday. Let's hear from the birthday boy voice first. Excuse me. What's your Omaha? What's your audible this week, AJ Belez? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good hmm. one. I like that. I really? Like that. Tell me more. Tell me more, tell me more, like, can you unmute your mic? I haven't done that in, like since the first time that I was on here before. All right, anyway, so my, my Omaha, my, my, my Audible here, make sure that uh, we, we get a good old Peyton Manning now in the, the, the NFL Hall of Fame. My Audible is how they are handling the impact slash TNA. World Heavyweight Championship entirety. So, what they did, we already knew it was going to be Rich Swan versus Moose. They're actually going to unify the titles because Moose actually brought it back, made it look pretty, made it his own. Unifying titles. WWE, listen up. Sorry, (laughs) guys. And, uh, you know, they actually said, all right, yeah. We'll make we'll make the TNA World Championship a World Championship again, oh God. and oh, now the they're going to unify it uh, as of today, actually, because rebel or not rebellion, sorry, sacrifice is today, as with this recording, and when you hear it with your earballs, where it's Moose versus Rich Swan. Now the audible that I have is because they already spoiled something else for how this match is going to go down. They said whoever wins that match will face Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship at the next pay-per-view, Rebellion. I mean, after all, we saw the posters for Rebellion had a little star on it with the Omega symbol in it, and that's going to be in April. My audible is, don't, it, I wouldn't have spoiled it. I wouldn't have said, yeah, Kenny Omega is going to face the uh, Impact World Champion at, at Rebellion. It's going to be title versus title. No, you, what they should have done was play more into when Kenny came out 
originally on Impact saying he's the world championship and everything else is a tinker toy and, and just a cute little design because that would fire up Rich Swan or Moose, even though it's looking like it's leaning more towards Rich Swan winning this one because he is the one that had the beef. So I would have played it more where it's Kenny can tease more of it. Kenny can actually be like, oh, well, I have no interest at all at Impact. Uh, what, what do I have to do with anything? Play a little more on Dynamite. Rich Swan gives him a Phoenix Splash or his little roundhouse super kick that he does. And then that's how the issue that, – that's how the match is issued, where Kenny takes offense that he actually got sucker punched. Gallows and Anderson isn't really helping because, you know – reasons who knows or they're held up because of willie mack or whoever from impact and then that's how we have this match where you don't promote it a month ahead of time you promote it like two weeks maybe a week beforehand great audible great audible dp before we get to your audible i know a brand new episode of winner's you is right there on the chairshot.com i'm gonna give everybody a little preview yeah well that was um you know should be out by the time you listen to this, um, episode 26, make sure you go check it out. We talk a lot about uh, what's coming up for March, what we're playing right now. Uh, but the most fun was the ending of the show when I stumbled across a top 10 Need for Speed game ranking on a website. Um, and two of our boys are huge Need for Speed fans, and I got to listen to them rant about how terrible the top 10 list was. So that's... That's the fun part, so make sure you go check that out on thechairshot.com. For me, uh, mine was an easy one. I'm, you know, generally I'll, I, you know, I generally just watch WWE with the exception of some AEW, but WWE, Raw, Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon, and Shane McMahon playing this game of calling, basically calling Braun Strowman stupid. And that's the whole bit is Strowman's an idiot and he's fallen for all his, all of Shane McMahon's tricks. And he's basically just taunting him and calling him stupid and doing the thing. This is an easy audible stop. Cut it. That's it. Like in this, this world, this day and age, this, this is terrible. This is childish. This is, this is horrible. This is what you want to promote to to people is calling somebody stupid and trying, you know, and taunting them. This, that's not what we do. This is not the world we live in. And this is horrible. Like, this is classic McMahon childish pranking humor, and it's bad. And they should not be doing this. What they should have done, I, I would say, is Shane McMahon walked into the ring and said, I apologize, and then walked out. That's where they should have ended it. If they want to have a match with Shane McMahon and Strowman, fine, but but I, I I would at this I would not not even bother. Just don't go this route. You could have him, you know. I don't even I don't even I don't have an audible in far as going to a match. I would just cancel and not have a match. You don't need Braun Strowman to be the sideshow WrestleMania act. What I would do at that point is, if you're gonna do that, bring in a you know, you don't have a superstar, some kind of celebrity you can bring in that you can match up. Like Big Show used to go against Mayweather and Tyson Fury and all that. You can't find somebody for Strowman. You can't bring back somebody to have a match as opposed to having Shane McMahon in there. I, w- I would do that before I ever would do something like this. This is this is a horrible idea, and it's set, it's it's a bad precedence to put out to you know the kids that watch and everything like that. This is. This is picking on somebody, and you shouldn't be picking on people. I, I I hate it, and that would be my audible. Would be they should have cut it short at I apologize and had him left, and they should have moved on to another storyline with I would say bring in a celebrity that Strowman can face at WrestleMania and move forward with that and get away from this altogether. Another good audible, well said, DP. Uh, like it or not, it, it's a it's a good message that you sent right there. The last Audible of the week is mine. My Omaha is going to be the way Christian came to AEW. And it's real simple. It's not the fact that he's there. I mean, 
like DP said before, I, I mean, me and him were really hoping that we'd get Edge and Christian versus Uso and Roman at Fastlane. And I think that would have been really cool because you could have made people hate Roman Reigns that much more. Like Edge and Christian win this match and then as they're leaving the cage, Edge walks out of the cage first and then the losers grab Christian and hold him into the cage and Edge can't get back in and they beat the crap out of Christian he's never seen again and there's your extra heat for Ro- So a little bonus Omaha there for you. But as far as AEW is concerned, I don't, I'm not faulting Vince for not signing Christian, by the way. As far as AEW is concerned, why tell everybody that someone special is going to show up at the pay-per-view? People were already going to watch this because of the death match thing. They were already, you could have said Big Show is going to make a big announcement or something like that, right? You don't have to say that someone's going to be there. You gave it away because look what happened. You lost 20% of your viewers from the pay-per-view to Dynamite. Instead, it could have been a surprise that Christian showed up and then everybody would have wanted to tune into Dynamite on Wednesday to hear what he had to say. Folks, I want to thank you for all your listenership on ChairShot Radio Network. I want to thank you for listening to ChairShot Radio every day. I want to thank you for continuing to listen to this very DWI podcast. Uh, we we just try to have a little fun with everybody, and uh, you know we we always try to have a good time here. So thanks for listening. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness, all the stuff on ChairShot Radio Network. AJ, you have a very busy weekend coming up. Why don't you tell everybody what you got going on? Because you are maybe going to be the busiest man in ChairShot Realm next weekend. Yeah, specifically next weekend where you're going to see double header of uh, double phenomenal reviews. I'm going to be doing Fastlane and the NWA back pay-per-view that they're doing on Fight. That's actually happening on the same day, March 21st. So you're going to see me doing a review on both of those on thechairshot.com. You can follow me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. And, I mean, that's about it. I mean, after all, this entire week, I've been hanging out with Tunny, doing a bunch of different things. Like we said before, the WrestleMania Madness, we just did 7 through 12. I actually made a guest appearance. Might not be the last time that I show up, but you never know. And even did a couple of chair shot radios. So go check those out. Tony and I were talking about food with uh, good old Christopher Platt and Mr. Velvet Pipes himself. So go check that out on thechairshot.com. How about you, Dan? What you been up to? I know you said that you and the boys have been doing stuff for Winter Is You, so entice us. We have, we have. We had a, a lot of fun yesterday doing Winter Is You. Uh, you can check that out all over Twitter and Facebook at A Winner Is You, the letter U, A Winner Is You, and, of course, thechairshot.com. It's all over there. And if you want to just follow me for some reason, I'm at It's Me DPP all over the worldwide social media interwebs. But more importantly, make sure you go check out A Winner Is You because it's just fun. We talk we talk all sorts of video games, and it's entertaining every single time. Before we get out of here, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Spring is just a couple weeks away. You're going to be outside. You're going to be wearing them short sleeve T-shirts again. Get something that's going to make you look cool, make you stand out in the crowd. Head on over there, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. We got something for everybody. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. Folks, thechairshot.com, always use your head. We did it again, folks, episode 265. And you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D. That's it. Yep. It's the birthday boy! Happy birthday! (laughs) Gonna go rent a car and flip it. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.